The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When Jesus drew near Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that even today you knew the things that make for peace, but now they are hid from your eyes. For the days shall come upon you when your enemies will cast up a bank about you and surround you, and hem you in on every side, and dash you to the ground, you and your children with you, and they will not leave one stone upon another in you, because you did not know the time of your visitation. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> so as we were noting earlier in the week with regards to the book of Revelation, is that it is uh, particularly helpful to understand the book of Revelation or the Apocalypse uh, with regards to a liturgical lens, to see how it plays out liturgically. Um, especially as we come now into chapter 5 and 6, we see here uh, this powerful image of this lamb who is on the altar, and it is this lamb who has uh, the power to open up the seals of the scrolls. And so one of the interpretations is that those scrolls, which are written on both front and back, is the scriptures with their full understanding, with their full understanding, the full explanation. And so the full understanding of the scriptures is understood in the lamb that was slain who is alive. And so it's the mystery of Christ who has died and risen again. And it is particularly the Eucharistic mystery as well, where we come to the mass to participate in the mass in this powerful mystery. And the lamb who is made present on our altar is the lamb who was slain, but is standing. The lamb who died, but is living. The Christ that we receive in Holy Communion is not simply the crucified Christ, but the crucified and resurrected and glorious Christ. That is the one we receive in Holy Communion. And so what the church teaches with regards to the understanding of scripture, if you look in the documents of the Second Vatican Council and also Pope Benedict's document, Verbum Domini as well, he expresses the understanding and the teaching of the church with regards to understanding scripture, that the scriptures are first and foremost a liturgical text this is the right context in which the scriptures are understood. This is the final end for which they are understood as well. They are understood and fulfilled in Christ himself, but also in Christ as the Paschal mystery and the Eucharistic mystery. And so in order to understand the scriptures, this is the context where they are understood. They are understood within the context of the Eucharist. And so it is for us as well to recognize uh, our time of visitation. That's what the Lord is lamenting over Jerusalem when he turns towards that city and he weeps over it, is that they have not recognized what makes for peace and the time of their visitation. That word in the Greek for visitation is also understood as the time of being watched over, of being watched over, of having God present in their midst and of having him watch over them. And so also for us, we are called not to miss our time of visitation by God, which is particularly understood with regards to the Eucharistic mystery, right? The Lord is present here to us. He watches over us. He watches over his people. 
but also he continues to lament over the lack of conversion sometimes in his people and in ourselves personally as he looks to us and he calls us to recognize the moment of our visitation and also what makes for peace. Peace is also comes from Christ. He is the Prince of Peace. When he appears to his disciples in the upper room after the resurrection, his words to them are first and foremost, peace be with you, peace be with you. His paschal mystery, his passion, death and resurrection brings a restoration of order and of peace. And so that is why he is the source of peace. So he calls us to recognize our time of visitation and also the time that makes for peace, which is the time when Christ, the Prince of Peace, is present with us. One last point that I noticed last night when reading through one of the commentaries as well is that if you look at Matthew's account of this same scene, when the Lord looks at Jerusalem, he repeats the name twice. He says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, as he's weeping. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. And that's a theme in Scripture. If you look back in the Old Testament, you can see these different moments when different figures repeat names multiple times in a state of lament. One is King David after he has been betrayed by his son Absalom, right? And after his son has been killed, everyone comes back rejoicing, thinking it has been a victory. And David walks off lamenting, lamenting for the death of his son. And he says, O Absalom, Absalom, my son, Absalom, my son. He just repeats the words in lamentation and in sorrow and in weeping. And so you have this image of Christ then as he weeps over the city of Jerusalem, repeating her name, addressing his people as one body, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, and he's weeping over them. But also you can see at different moments in Scripture where the Lord also turns to those who are, he wants to convert their heart to higher truths. We can think of when he encounters Martha, 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 you are anxious and worried about many things, but your sister has chosen the better part and it will not be taken from her. And so he calls Martha to a deeper conversion. But the same way in the Acts of the Apostles, when the Lord converts Saul, he appears to the one who is persecuting his body, the church, and he says to him, Saul, Saul, repeating his name, showing that Saul is known by God. And yet this is now when Saul is beginning to know God truly. And we know his name will then also change. But the repetition of that name is also, it normally comes from love and a desire for conversion of the one who is addressed. And so also for us, the Lord calls to us. He calls to his church, his bride, and he calls us to recognize what makes for peace and also the moment of our visitation as the God who watches over us is present to us in the Eucharist. Amen.